0: Welcome to London to Brooklyn with Elle and... Oh, wait. Elle. Elo. <laughs> I presented myself as Elle.
1: Hi, I'm
0: Ela. Um We're doing this through FaceTime because we are, unfortunately, long distance. Um, so bear, just just bear with us.
1: Distance, yeah, unfortunately, long distance and also technologically
0: challenged. Yeah, so this... anyone can't tell. This might be iffy. We'll figure it out. You know, I'll be on a... Uh, somewhere with sound equipment, so hopefully I I can make it better.
1: And I'll just be trying my best. Do you have
0: a? <laughs> yeah, um. Okay, so let's start. All right, we have
1: lots to talk about.
0: We have so much to talk about. Let's start. Um, hot and spicy with Wandavision.
1: Hot and spicy with this little-known show called Wandavision. And it's this really time- it's
0: this time there will be spoilers. Yes deal with it <laughs> again you should you should you should have caught up because they're yeah. so short um and yeah
1: we have so much to discuss yes but first of all let's, let's just start this is the finale yes and what? we've seen now the entire arc of wandavision season one mm-hmm. i'm clear if there will be more seasons but this is a start to finish series yeah. at the moment
0: so what and did you think? It
1: was brilliant.
0: Yeah, it was so good. It was really good. Mm-hmm. So it was um, Wanda versus Agatha. Um, yes, ma'am. As the witch, so, um, yeah. So they had their whole battle and like fight um, with powers, and Agatha wanting to absorb all of Scarlet Witch's powers, and Wanda kind of like coming to terms with all of that and like switching it up, and actually doing the opposite. Um, and then we have white vision versus vision. So, like... Head to head. Head to head. And then we have... Uh, we see Monica again. And we see Darcy for a brief minute. Um, and Agent... Woo. Yeah. And then the kids.
1: The whole game. The whole game. We see uh, director Tyler Hayward attempt to shoot point-blank children. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. So if you didn't think the guy was a villain beforehand and we see here it is
0: and monica stops the bullet was basically her body and her newfound powers but she's acts so normal yeah about all these powers mm-hmm. and she's like yeah yeah i knew it i knew it was special let's go um which is it really
1: falls into her own yeah. She becomes what we've like expected her to become the theories
0: which is great I like it when they're like all right this is me let's go I'm gonna work with it I'm gonna use it I'm gonna yeah. use all my powers um yeah it was really really brilliant. absolutely it was, you know it was heartbreaking too because um Wanda at that time in the end she lets everyone free and she kn- you, sh- you know she um she sees vision and her set gets separated again I'm not gonna say die I feel like that's just like some heavy he doesn't really die um, just kind of, like, disappears. Gets dissolved again. Um, and her kids as well. So that was very sad. Um.
1: Yeah, the overarching theme of this series is obviously been grief. Mm-hmm. If you see the five stages of grief come true. And with the last one being, you know, resolution accepted. And she accepts the fate. She accepts that she created this environment. She accepts her powers. We see her step into the Scarlet Witch mantra. But ultimately, she accepts... The grief she accepts that she lost all these people and even though she's not destined to be alone she understands that that is where she's at and she takes it better than i expect
0: yeah for sure i think she's come to terms like she had um quite a few moments to come to terms with it and she knows that she'll see him again um it's also like if you go if we you move forward to the credit and credit um, you get a sneak peek at what's to come and it looks like her children are still alive
1: they have to be there's no way they're gonna bring them and then just dump
0: them I know I was like that was on. a waste of cause we know they're like such big characters it- in comics um mm-hmm. yeah what did you think of um Evan Peters I'm just gonna use Evan Peters cause we don't know <laughs> who he is
1: that was one of the things that pissed me off yeah because I wanted Pietro to have a more monumentous reveal or mm-hmm. occasion and maybe bring in the mutants like we thought they were going to bring in mm-hmm. uh, having this fake pietro he's just some random guy named ralph boner i don't know that didn't that didn't fit in with what i expect with marvel marvel doesn't do stunt casting yeah they do very deliberate things for reasons that maybe pays off years later but the reasons nonetheless and so this felt Oh no, a little
0: lackluster. I gotta say. Yeah, I mean, we there were so many theories out there with Mephisto, the mutants. Mm-hmm. We were really into Fantastic Four.
1: <laughs> really thought Fantastic Four was going to be the big reveal.
0: <laughs> we were like, yes, this is yes. The, this is the day we see John Krasinski as Reed Richards, and uh huh, uh huh, and it didn't did just not happen, which is fine. You know, that was we were really reaching for it. Um... <laughs>
1: we so, expected a lot yeah but we got a lot we got a lot out of it it just wasn't mm-hmm. necessarily the predictions we thought we were gonna get exactly which is fine kind of, um did which of your predictions were right we just talked a lot about wrong ones what do you mean like which uh, what theories
0: like, were right what did, did, did we get the right to
1: fruition that were yeah.
0: yeah I mean Agatha but that was pretty yeah, obvious, was obvious from from the beginning um mhm I mean, when they introduced White Vision, it was I had a feeling that he was gonna you know come to terms with who he was and that connection with Other Vision. Um, I don't know where he went though. No, that's gonna be something we'll have
1: to touch on yeah. later. Marvel doesn't like to kill things. Yeah, so he. So just... obviously, he's coming back.
0: Yeah. Um, Stay tuned. Uh, I like the scroll reveal. with Monica? I think I think that'll set up a good arc for her um yeah I say th- I like the twins the twins reveal I saw that was a series earlier on in the series um and I'm glad that that happened I like that
1: I the only thing I knew that was going to happen that did happen was the scarlet witch transformation mm-hmm. her fully embodying the scarlet witch cover or legacy mm-hmm. if you will and seeing her change into that costume was just impeccable and i'm glad they really leaned into it they didn't shy away yeah it felt like a true scarlet witch transformation she was fully into her chaos magic fully into the costume elizabeth olsen you deserve every award i can possibly think of oh my god
0: if there could be an oscar for you for this please have it take it
1: you got it i mean scarlet witch has been or Wanda Maximoff has been one of my favorite characters for Mm -hmm. a long time and I always thought the shows or the movies did her kind of dirty so I'm so thrilled to see her excel in this Mm -hmm. way and feel like they really got it right this time
0: yeah I mean we just watched um Civil War Mm mhm and she has I mean she has a good-ish part in it um but you never see the full extent of her powers they always talk about it like Hawkeye is like you are so powerful um, but that's, you know, it's Hawkeye like, and they talk about it. Now they let her loose. Yeah.
1: Yeah. So that was good. Where does the, mm-hmm. where does WandaVision stack up? Like, not in Marvel rankings, cause those are movies, but like, how do, how does this fall like in your Marvel tier system, if you will?
0: As like a character or as like a TV show?
1: As a TV show, as a, a as show? a production.
0: As a whole production. Um, I think mm-hmm. it's, it's pretty high. If I look at my list, um, it will definitely be, like, top 5
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah. I wouldn't count this in my Marvel movie ranking. That, to me, mm-hmm. is very... That's a sacred ranking. So once we get other shows going, there will be more of a...
0: Definite, a, yeah.
1: A, a, a hierarchy, if you will. And I will, I'll be honest, before this came out, this is probably one of the, the least exciting things for me like Mm -hmm. when they did all those big reveals and you know they announced a lot of things i was far 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 more excited for falcon winter soldier and loki than i was for wandavision and now this has completely turned it on its head Mm -hmm. i think wandavision is going to go down as one of the greatest seasons of tv because it's start to finish so unique so remarkable and just a really gratifying viewing experience
0: No, I agree. I was always excited for WandaVision because I feel like Vision was such an interesting character as soon as he was introduced in Ultron. Mm -hmm. And I always loved Wanda because I knew her from watching X-Men as Scarlet Witch when I was younger um, and all those animated TV shows. Um, So when they introduced Marvel, introduced Wanda and Pietro, I was always on board. I was like, yes, let's get more. Um. Mm-hmm. So I was, uh, oh, I was always hoping for Quicksilver to like make a actual big <laughs> comeback.
1: <laughs> totally. And,
0: and they're just like, no, he's still gone. And I was like, okay, well,
1: cool, it's cool, tough. cool. Maybe it's
0: one one, one day was Fantastic 4 the back. One day, I mean,
1: to, before this show, I was not a Vision fan.
0: Now oh, I thought Vision; I'm a Vision was State. cool. He was Vision like, was
1: so dull to me.
0: In the early I always movies. liked Vision. I was like, "Yeah, he's like fake. Like he's not a real human." <laughs> it must be he so was cool. He was like, I was like,
1: oh, I like this is so poor of me. When he died in Infinity War, nothing. I felt nothing. Just like, uh, happens. Well, it's now he, I'm like devastated.
0: I know, but like when he died, I was like, oh, I hope they just make him again you know
1: (laughs) boy do they yeah boy do they because it was
0: such an abrupt death in infinity war
1: it was it really was and now with seeing how it affected wanda it's a it's a lot more tragic Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. now we watch their storyline
0: we watch infinity war now
1: (laughs) yeah it would change yeah because that first time i was like oh no and then so much more happened. Yeah. So I'm really thankful for this show so I can get a full grasp on these two characters.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think that's so what... More- I think that's how a lot of people felt about this show, too. Just didn't quite know what to <laughs> expect. Um, what this do you show, know? London to yeah. Brooklyn,
1: is what you mean, right? Yeah. People <laughs> don't
0: know what to expect with this show. Exactly. But, yeah, so... These two characters. We, we've really enjoyed watching WandaVision. Yeah. Um, if they do decide to do a season two i'm i'm down um let's do it go so down um give us more um i know we'll see wanda in the next doctor strange movie doctor
1: strange. um
0: strange but, the
1: madness of the multiverse
0: yeah and that will be in 2022 hopefully
1: yes ma'am Yeah, hopefully
0: so that's exciting hopefully. um
1: very fun
0: any other remarks for wandavision
1: I think we've said all we can say at the moment. Mm -hmm. Um, There's so many little tidbits, but at the end of the day, this was just good shit. Yeah,
0: it's really good. Um, Winter Soldier and Falcon, or Falcon and Winter Soldier, uh, comes out next Friday, the 19th. Yes, and
1: that's going to be a riot.
0: Yeah, so make sure you're all putting that in your calendars. It's soon.
1: Amen.
0: Amen. Yes. So that's what's next for Marvel. Uh, also on Wandavision Friday, it was Snatch Game for our drag queens. This is
1: for Drag Race friends. <laughs>
0: yes, for our drag queens. Um, we had to this is for Drag Race. Game. <laughs> the Snatch Game, the
1: pinnacle drag race game.
0: I challenge. think this was one of my favorite Snatch Games.
1: This is.
0: Yeah, this is definitely a
1: better one. I don't know about better than season ten. So it's like it's really making some money.
0: Season twelve was good too. Season ten, season Mm
1: -hmm.
0: six for Bianca Del Rio that was iconic. But I thought this one was like
1: my all-time favorite.
0: Yeah, I thought this one was good though. Like I didn't. I mean, I cringe sometimes, but like overall i would i felt good watching it
1: they want like they want you to cringe like you're yeah. supposed to see who stinks and i, and I feel like fine.
0: our like at least my favorites they all did really well so.
1: oh yeah
0: so all of them
1: we they're incredible who are your faves
0: uh simone rosé got me and denali yeah. i think those were my hey, four those are... standout performances
1: the exact same. My, my top three, which we've talked about, would have been Got Mick, Rose, and Simone. Mm-hmm. So sorry, Janali. I thought you did an amazing job. But I mean, Simone it. was here. You did not expect any of that. I
0: know. I was like,
1: in oh, a runway.
0: This is hilarious. And her runway was like, Yeah, it was beautiful. really good. Yeah. Uh, her runway
1: was good. If Ru- Paul's gonna call out your runway for having such a strong message to me that was you should be you in ahead. the top into the top.
0: You should be in the top.
1: Yeah.
0: I agree. So I was yeah, I'm I was a little confused. I really thought that Simone would be top. I mean, the whole sh- the whole episode we were like, okay, top is Simone, Gottmik, and Rose. That was our top. Really? Totally. Yeah.
1: I was surprised.
0: Yeah. But Gottmik, but, I think deserved it. I think
1: mean, Gottmik deserved it. Got had the most quality hits Mm -hmm. out of all of them and
0: she really embodied Paris Hilton she
1: did and her look was amazing Amazing.
0: she just released um the YouTube video of her Paris Hilton makeup and Uh I think I'm gonna try it why not if I if I'm in quarantine for like 10 days might as well
1: Dude, do it. And then post a photo on our Instagram account yeah. so we can see.
0: I'll I'll try it maybe next week or something. I'll just try her makeup. that because it looks it looks very natural, the Paris Hilton makeup that she did. It's
1: kind of like spooky. Yeah. Like a little uncanny valley.
0: It looks really good, so. Um uh, stay so tuned, good. I'm gonna try it. <laughs> stay tuned. Um on that note, who are some of your oh tough Ooh.
1: looks from Snapchat? I okay. think we
0: know the two obvious. Um, Elliot was two tees. Oh
1: yeah. And Utica. That was wrong. Yeah, that was
0: bad. Um, also Candy Muse was just Candy Muse. Candy Muse was
1: literally Candy Muse with a turban. So what
0: the hell? Um, sure. She's safe, sure. I guess. Um Olivia right. Lux saved herself with her look for sure. Um I didn't okay, I
1: didn't really like her look as much. It was yeah. just a laugh coat. It was like, better. It, like it
0: it was better than Elio Sutis. yeah
1: that flamenco look was not it was not it
0: yeah Elio Soutis' look was not good
1: no Mm-mm. and I mean Olivia was just not selling Tabitha Brown who I think is a hilarious figure yeah I think so she could have done very
0: she could have done a lot yeah. more
1: Mm i'm so sad but ultimately we lost a giant just kidding we lost Ellie the two Bye. no love lost there
0: yeah i'm just like excited for the rest of the season and there's just still so many queens like we need to like stack it up like let's level it up let's go you know
1: i we're gonna we're i'm in for some chops I want to see
0: people go home. Yeah, let's go. Um, I
1: have a question for you. Yeah. Who would you play in this match
0: game? Oh, God. <laughs> um, you. do you know? I feel like you know already who you would play.
1: Um, I have ideas who I would play.
0: Okay. I'm trying, I'm going to think. Go ahead if you know.
1: Um... I really I like the idea of doing a historical figure because mm-hmm. you can really just play off that so like I would love to do like Eleanor Roosevelt I mm-hmm. think would be funny and just really camp it up or um, um old movie stars I also I think are really funny like when Alaska did Bay West one mm-hmm. of the best Snatch Game performances so something along those lines like Make Judy Garland even somewhere very like flamboyant or campy. Nice. Um, or I'd want to do Britney Broski. That'd be oh, my yes. modern day choice.
0: Nice. Good yeah. choices. And you would kill it. You'd be Thanks. so good. You'd be so good.
1: I, I, I would be terrified. I'd be so scared.
0: But I think you would do a good job. Because you can like really vibe off okay, of like yes. people's energies and like have good comebacks. <laughs> Thank you, thank you. Well, we need—I guess we need to go to drag races and find out. I'll watch you. Let's go. You know. Thank you. I'm gonna support you.
1: Could be you could be you be Raven, the contestant who
0: gets to pick the. I I would love that. That would be fun. That's what I would. Okay,
1: then who would you play? Um.
0: Oh my God. I think I would have to go with um, like a reality TV star or like a pop star. Uh, yeah. So I would love to do, like, Lady Gaga. <laughs> just because I feel okay. like... Um, mm? I don't think
1: you've seen the seasons yet, but there's a Lady Gaga curse. Oh, my God, Everyone yeah. Everyone who's done Lady Gaga has been in the bottom.
0: I would end up in the bottom. It's just, she's just... Would be easier for me to look like her. And to feel like Absolutely. her.
1: Absolutely. I mean, you do look... I think you could do really fun celebrity, like yeah. reality celebrity.
0: It would be, it would have to be a real like TV star, like a Kardashian or something.
1: You could do like um one of those girls from Selling Sunset. Yeah.
0: Be, any 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 would, any dumb blonde reality TV star I could do. <laughs> you
1: be you be Nikki Doll. <laughs>
0: Cause she's French.
1: Yeah, you. I mean, camp up the French accent. We would be on the floor laughing.
0: Yeah. It's just hard for me to fake a French accent. Well, it's, you
1: don't have to fake it. Yeah, but
0: you know, like when people expect a, expect a French accent, they don't expect mine.
1: Yeah. Can, can you give our, um, our listening audience a little taste?
0: No, absolutely not. If you want a real French accent, um, <laughs> you can listen to my parents. <laughs>
1: okay all right all right i li- hey audience i tried i really tried I, I next time maybe we'll get her one day
0: <laughs> sometimes i i go in and out so you just have to listen carefully when i say those french words mm.
1: just have to get her really mad is what happens yes, too, too,
0: too that happens more more often than not um <laughs> all, right. all right all
1: right well we'll leave it at that we'll leave it at that
0: so, yay, Drag Race. So excited for next episode. Woo! No, All right. No. What's something else that we both watched?
1: Oh, my gosh. Y'all. Yeah, you, you guys got to listen. There's this little-known company called Disney okay. where they like to put out these little-known films about princesses. And this time, I think they got it right. Yeah. I think they finally did it right. I'm talking about Raya and The Last Dragon. Ugh. So all y'all who have Disney Plus, go get Premier Access. I know it's I know it's a lot of money, so. it's
0: it's basically like three three theater tickets. So if you were going with your family to watch the movie, it would come about the same price.
1: Yeah. Or if you live in New York City like us it's the price of one movie ticket exactly so, so it's it's worth 100%. it
0: and you get it forever it's
1: worth it yeah and I think you should watch it forever yeah because it's incredible
0: it's amazing so
1: Raya and the Last Dragon Raya and the Last Dragon is the newest uh, Disney animation film um in a realm known as Kumandra a reimagined earth inhabited by an ancient civilization. A warrior named Raya is determined to find the last dragon, hence the title. So, Disney created a completely new world. It's based off South Asian cultures. You can see a lot of influence from like Vietnam, Laos, Thailand, Indonesia. But ultimately, it's this magical land where dragons used to exist. But then a curse came through the land forcing the dragons to fight against the curse with leaving one dragon remaining. This forced the people to divide into five different tribes, or I think they call them kingdoms, Mm -hmm. five different kingdoms, each on their own where they're constantly fighting and at each other's throat. And Raya is the princess of the heart kingdom charged with uh, overseeing the dragon gem, protecting it. And when the curse comes back through the land, she must find that last dragon to help defeat the curse. And it is a beautiful movie and not what I expected necessarily, I would say.
0: Yeah, it was. Ugh, it was so good. And the Five Kingdoms. So we have um, Spine, Talon, Heart, Fang, and. uh, You're so
1: close. uh, What's. What's the back end of an animal?
0: I said spine. Spine?
1: Like tail.
0: tail. Tail, 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 tail. Tail, talon, yeah. spine, fang, heart. Yep. Yeah.
1: Yes. So the five of them basically combine what would be the anatomy of a dragon, mm-hmm. but they're all separated, yeah. trying to survive. And it's a real adventure movie. It's not mm-hmm. the typical Disney princess movie romance. There's no romance whatsoever. Well, there might be, <laughs> but it's it's not, it's not the traditional romance.
0: Yeah, it's more like friendship and family, like family bond, family ties, and real friendship and just like, um, trust. Trust. I think trust is a big, um, a big theme in this movie, um, with it, Raya that, learning sure. to trust others.
1: Yeah, Raya and kind of Raya is the protagonist and the antagonist is Namari, mm-hmm. who was her childhood friend uh, the princess of Fang. But mm-hmm. now they're pitted against each other and you can see how their relationship though built on friendship has just completely crumbled. Yeah. And they're these two really opposing figures because they're evenly matched in everything. Mm-hmm. And they ultimately have the same goal it's just they were raised differently Mm -hmm. and they distrust each other and that's what causes so much chaos and issue
0: yeah it's it's really good and i love the dragon sisu and her friendship with raya Mm -hmm. i think she they teach each other a lot um throughout the movie Mm -hmm. and it's just like there's a lot of good fights to like fight scenes everything's really well
1: choreographed yeah this is an action movie, yeah. and the action is impeccable.
0: It's and the music, the soundtrack,
1: the is music
0: is spectacular. So, so good, so 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 good. So, like,
1: and I feel like they really did their research. It feels mm-hmm. very uh, well endowed with mm-hmm. a lot of imagery and mythology from these places.
0: Yeah, I highly recommend this movie. I think um, anyone would really enjoy this movie.
1: Totally, totally. Um, very, v- a great cast. Mm-hmm. You have Kelly Marie Tran, who most will probably know from the Star Wars films as Raya. Um, Jemma Chan, maybe you know her from Captain Marvel or Crazy Rich Asians or Sherlock. She plays Namari. We have the iconic Aquafina mm-hmm. as Sisu. Um, we have Daniel Kimbe, is that his Daniel name? Daniel Day Kim. Daniel Day Kim from Hawaii Five O. Um, we have. Who else do we have? I feel like I'm forgetting someone. Benedict
0: Wong. We have Benedict yes,
1: Wong. Yes, we have That's Benedict Wong. Name. Yeah. Benedict Wong. Um, so it's a very oh, Sandra O. Oh. Sandra O. Oh, that was a, I totally did not know she was in this. Yeah,
0: Sandra O. Oh from Killing Eve and Grey's Anatomy is also in it.
1: Mm-hmm. So yeah, great cast great cast I, you, if you can't tell we loved this movie yeah we really and love this I movie think it's very important um moment.
0: Ryan and the Last Dragon go watch it on Disney Plus and then uh, when you have watched mm. it please let us know what you think um cause I yes. think so far we're the only two that have seen it that I know <laughs> so please exactly. go watch it and tell us
1: um I wanted to ask which kingdom do you think you would live in or want to live
0: in which kingdom Mm. Mm-hmm. I think I would be. Um, I think I would be spine or heart.
1: I was gonna say I could see even spine just because of the. Snow. That's your type of landscape. Yeah. The
0: yeah, that's your landscape.
1: Like, yeah, heart makes total sense too.
0: It's, you got that.
1: You got that heart energy.
0: Yeah, I was like, they look like they have great food too. <laughs>
1: oh my god, I bet um Whoa.
0: is yeah, Talon is the one in the desert? Talon
1: is the city one. I'm oh. The mm-hmm, mm-hmm,
0: mm-hmm. Yeah, no. Not the con artist one. No. Not about that. Um <laughs> Not the con artist one. <laughs> uh Tel is the desert one, which one has the hot weather? Tel is the desert. Yeah, so that would be a no no. Mm-hmm? Uh, Fang is just Fang is a little bit too recluse for me. Like, it feels like it's trapped a little bit. Uh,
1: they, they are v- removed. Yeah,
0: yeah. Uh, which one would you be in?
1: Um, originally, I was going to say Talent because I feel like that's New York City and I already mm-hmm. live in New York City. But I would want to live in, honestly, Fang or Heart. Mm-hmm. Fang would be Fang seems to be run very well by yep. women so I'm very intrigued by that and also the weather looks amazing and I but I love heart like mm-hmm. that I I want to think I'm good enough to get into heart
0: I feel like everyone just really has a good time in heart yeah and they learn to fight they don't mess around you know look like a they're so cool they look at peace
1: they do very very peaceful people mhm
0: which I like. Nice. Great. So, we love, yeah, Raya. We love,
1: we love Raya.
0: Please watch it. Please watch it, and I'm really excited for, hopefully, Disney can make a ride.
1: <laughs> it, I mean, I'd the hell, I'd I ride the hell out of
0: it. hmm
1: It'd be so fun. Change Splash Mountain.
0: Yeah, we don't need that. Make
1: it.
0: Make it Raya's yeah. Mountain.
1: Mm-hmm. Um... Speaking of princesses, we have another we have another interesting princess watch of the week. Yeah. Dare I say princess.
0: Yeah. She's our princess.
1: This is a, our princess. This is a little more rooted in uh, nonfiction. Mm-hmm. Um this is uh, this might not have everyone's favorite watch of the week, but everyone ended up watching it. You can't deny it. Mm-hmm. We are of course talking about the Oprah interview of Prince Harry and Meghan. Yes. Well, iconic interview.
0: Very fascinating. Yeah, very heartbreaking, too. But needed. I'm it really glad that they did this interview.
1: And nothing was held back. It was so honest. And I'm so proud of mm-hmm. Meghan and Harry yeah. for speaking so honestly and candidly. That takes so much courage mm-hmm.
0: to. Do. And Oprah did a really good job at asking all the right questions and she did not held back. She did not hold back. No. She like asked the questions <laughs> that we all would have wanted to ask or wanted to know and she emphasized on them and she made it she um every time they responded in a way that wasn't like like kind of like underlying things, she would make it clear. She was like, "So is this what you're saying?" Is this what you're telling us and you brushed off of this can we go back to that just to make it like clear for everyone that this was this is what was going on um
1: she she really reminded us why oprah is the goat of celebrity interviewers it though it was megan and harry's interview oprah was the captain she was steering this ship Mm -hmm. and it was amazing to watch
0: yeah no it was really good was there anything like I felt like I wasn't surprised by any of this uh, Mm -hmm. because it just feels familiar by what happened to Diana I just felt like this was much worse it was yeah um, like it was Megan went through what Diana went through but in even more more way like worse way if that makes sense yeah because there was other things in place and get in the um, in the issues.
1: I think if I hadn't necessarily watched season 4 of The Crown, mm-hmm. I probably would have been a lot more surprised. Okay. But because of The Crown and what I've learned subsequently from mm-hmm. that and seeing the way Diana was essentially held hostage in a situation, I don't know if that's the correct term, but that's kind of what it felt like it makes megan's story it makes it makes mm-hmm. uh it paints a picture for megan's story and you see how possible and how uh abominable this mm-hmm. behavior is that the crown is doing the firm the institution whatever the shady hell they are N-
0: makes it sound like a weird cult i think that's what it is it, i think it, we just accept to that it's a cult it has to be yeah this is not it's it's not I, right it feels really really wrong especially in this day and age. And I know they're like you know, the queen is great and all that, but she's influenced by all these people. And so sometimes it's she's not still even, ahead of the family. Yeah, it doesn't even yeah. feel like she has all of, she doesn't have all of the control.
1: No. So I'm not I'm not surprised. I'm just sad Yeah.
0: I'm just at glad this,
1: it, Yeah. this
0: I'm happy they were able to get out like before anything really 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 bad happened um Mm -hmm. and that they were able to leave like together as a family and do what's best for them because i feel like diana never was really able to do that
1: i agree it could have gotten a lot worse which is Mm -hmm. terrifying yeah and i just want to like absolute applaud Mm megan and harry for all that they've endured especially Mm megan and how they understand that speaking out can help themselves but also help other people
0: absolutely and it just enlightens everyone it really shakes Mm -hmm. shakes people up like hey this is what's going on this is is wrong um
1: they didn't shy away from the racism of mm -hmm. it either which i was really glad that they uh, we're so honest yeah. and Oprah pushed that too she wanted to make it know that a lot of the things that went wrong were s- rooted in racist roots mm-hmm. especially with the crown itself
0: yeah
1: very very telling
0: mm-hmm. yep so I think it's important uh, this interview is on CBS um, if mm-hmm. you haven't watched it yet we highly recommend you go watch it I think it's very eye-opening
1: it's an hour and a half and it is lengthy but there's so much information
0: there <laughs> but it moves in such a in a pace that really like sucks you in
1: like yeah. you don't want you don't, you don't miss even notice a, the time.
0: yeah you don't want to miss a minute of it
1: not at all yeah i'm so i'm so uh enthralled mm-hmm. by it so i think everyone should give it a chance
0: absolutely i agree Nice. So that, oh, yeah. that was all of our common watches, which is a lot. We had
1: a lot. We had a lot this week. Yeah. We we yeah, we did a lot. Yeah.
0: So what's something that you're uh, watching on your own or that you've watched on your own?
1: <laughs> Nothing. Great. I'm, I'm still watching Jeopardy when I ha- when I have
0: time. Love it. On brand. Um are you reading that's, a book? You well, must be reading a book.
1: I'm so glad you asked. <laughs> I just finished The Witch's Heart Mm -hmm. by Genevieve Gorneckish. Sure. I don't know how to pronounce that last name. Um, I will be reading the plot as the following. I'm pulling the book. I'm writing, copying, pasting. Okay. Oh, I can't even pronounce this first word. Here we go. Yes. Angaborda story begins where most witches tales end with a burning a punishment from odin for refusing to provide him with the knowledge of the future the fire leaves Angaborda injured and powerless and she flees to the farthest reaches of a remote forest there she is found by a man who reveals himself to be loki mm. and her initial distrust of him transforms into a deep abiding love the reunion produces three unusual children, each with a secret destiny who Angaborda is keen to raise as the ed- at the edge of the world, safely hidden from Odin's all-seeing eye. But as Angaborda slowly recovers her prophetic powers, she learns that her blissful life, and possibly all of existence, is in danger. With the help from the fierce huntress Skadi, with whom she shares a growing bond, Angaborda must choose whether she'll accept the fate that she's foreseen for her beloved family, or rise to remake their future from the most ancient
0: novel for a story
1: of love for the modern age. Can you,
0: Can you repeat your last sentence?
1: I sure can. <laughs> from the most ancient, this novel forges a story of love, loss, and hope for the modern age.
0: Okay. Good. Good. again. Again, technology. Just want to make sure we got all it, in.
1: I mean, <laughs> this is raw, baby. So how,
0: how, um, it sounds good. From the summary, it sounds really good. But it
1: does, doesn't it?
0: How is it? It does, doesn't it? I see your face. So,
1: okay. So I'm a huge, huge fan of the author Madeline Miller. Mm-hmm. My two awesome favorite books are Circe, which are rewritten entails of Christmas army. So when I saw this book, which is a written tale in the style of Madeline Miller of Norse mythology, I got a huge book bone. I was so excited. What I need to understand is that Genevieve Gorneshek is not Madeline Miller. Mm-hmm. And the writing is not up to par, unfortunately. Really? Uh, like, the characters are mythical characters, so they're already pretty fleshed out. My biggest issue is that it is a tale of ancient Norse mythology, and yet their dialogue is modern vernacular. And to me, that really takes me out of the story, Mm -hmm. because I feel like I'm then reading two different things, and I wish there was more of a lyrical prose and a little more uh, true-to-the-character-style dialogue. And you have people like Loki and Odin and Thor, who are very, and no, they're not the characters we see from Marvel. I understand that completely. But I still wanted more from them. Mm-hmm. They almost seem very one-dimensional. Like, the agendas are hard to understand. And like while I kept reading, reading this book and finished it, because I... There were parts that I really enjoyed. I found myself just kind of wanting to get to the end. Yeah. And I wish I had enjoyed it more, unfortunately. Maybe other people will like this better than I am because I might have just had my expectations really high. Uh, But this is not Cersei by Madeline Mm -hmm. Miller. This is not Song of Achilles by Madeline Miller. This is The Witch's Heart by Genevieve Gornetchuk. Okay. Yeah. And and, yeah. So would you recommend it? if you really liked Norse mythology, sure, because it ties together a lot of Norse myths. Mm-hmm. Um, and Angeborgda is this witch who's basically the mother witch of Norse mythology. So she's birth of the sun and the moon. She's the mother of giants. She has this incredible power. And I think that's one of the other things that bugged me is that even though she's this really famous witch with unknown powers, a theme um she doesn't really display Mm -hmm. her strength that much and it's not until the very end where you see just how powerful she truly is and there's a lot of parallels to wandavision i'm not gonna lie to you (laughs) because i mean you have this strong witch who Mm -hmm. her power is limitless and she has this really strong tighter family and no one really knows what she's capable of but she's not utilizing it and I think that's why I like Wanda better is because Wanda Jesus, is incredible yeah. and figures it out yeah Okay, interesting. so that's my two cents
0: how would you yeah. rate it out of five stars
1: um probably three or three point five out of five stars okay that's not bad not bad I mm-hmm. still finished it mm-hmm. and I still there are parts where I really enjoyed it especially when the plot was really picking up. Um and it's there's a possibility that people will like it better than I will. Okay. But it's it's not it's not my favorite book.
0: That's okay. That makes sense. Yeah. It still it still sounds really good. So I wonder like what other reviews it's gotten.
1: Team, I'm curious too.
0: Yeah, I'm going to look it up on Goodreads.
1: Yeah, Let's I think it has that. a 4.17 on Goodreads. Okay
0: that's pretty high which is why i
1: was like yeah which is why yeah which is why i was like i think this book's gonna slap
0: yeah and it just didn't we just have really high really high expectation when it comes to like mythology and like fantasy Mm -hmm. yeah yeah
1: i want to be fully engrossed yeah not taken out of a Mm -hmm. story exactly so that's that's the witch's tale
0: well hopefully the witch's heart
1: which
0: is hard. So sorry,
1: the which is hard. Thank you. I I'm got you. In the channel. I got you. Um, Lord, Lord help me. Um, what did you
0: watch this week, my dear? Um, so I watched a lot of Below Deck <laughs> 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 on Bravo TV. I think I actually watched two entire seasons of Below Deck. Um, yeah, because the episodes are like twenty minutes, and it just kept going from like ten a.m. to like seven p.m um um
1: what's below deck about so below if you're not familiar,
0: I'm not, yeah so let me just try and explain it the best i can so below deck is obviously so it takes place on a yacht so this below deck is about so it's a yacht it's charter cruise and so we have the captain and then we have the chief mm-hmm. stew so she's kind of um in charge of service and like um serve the customer the charter guests and like um does the does laundry service, drinks, um, all of their rooms. It's kinda like the first person of contact with the guests on board. So we have three stews. Um three stews, we have four deck hands. Deck hands do all of the manual lab labor on the on the yacht. Um so they're in charge of all the cleaning and um getting on the tender boats and like driving the guests everywhere and setting up all the materials and then helping the captain maneuver the ship all of that work and then we have the chef who's in charge of Mm -hmm. the food Um, so Below Deck is about all that crew all the crew members Um, so it's a lot of drama but we also see the charter guests and it's always like it's really rich families because this is a huge yacht Um, and so they pay a lot of money and sometimes it's, like... It can be between, like, five to ten guests on each charter cruise. Um, but we really focus on the crew members and all the drama between them. And it's a lot. Like... I Because um, it's, like, they're in close quarters together. Like, such close quarters. Like, it's... Um, I think they have, like, four cabins total and it's bunk beds for them. Um, and it's, mm. like... Um, it's usually more men and a few girls. Um, so there's a lot of, like, hookups and drama within that. And at one point, like there was like this insane thing where one of the deck hands, the um, they were maneuvering out, and like his leg got caught in like ropes, and he was dragged off the ship underwater, and he almost oh lost God. his leg. It's actually um, a cameraman. You see him like drop his camera and like hold on to the rope and like get him free oh my god yeah so it's like it's like insane wow yeah so it was i was like oh my god this this got real um yeah so this is like it, it's pretty really like it's it's fascinating to see that whole like because you don't think of yachts having those charter things with crew members on it and doing all this job and they make a lot of money like they make like 17 okay. 17 1800 a week oh wow yeah so they make Money. Yeah. do you bye. have um any favorite
1: people so far
0: um i really like the deckhands because it's always like it's mm-hmm. it's a lot of like different nationalities so we have australian south african british american mm. so it's like a whole mix of accent and there's this australian australian guy i think actually i can't tell i think he's australian because <laughs> the only word he says like his curse word is jimney cricket a
1: choice
0: and like I think he says it ten times per episode, like, oh, Jiminy Cricket, Jiminy Cricket, Jimmy Cricket, and I'm like, this is so weird, like, who says just Jiminy Cricket, and it's a curse word, like, it's a, you know, when
1: you're angry, he doesn't, yeah, he, he I've uses, never, I've never heard that, but that's interesting, so that, <laughs> like, me, I, I want
0: to it now. yeah, to me, that sounds Australian, um, Jiminy Cricket, I don't
1: necessarily do it when it comes to accents, so, but
0: yeah, but, okay, but, yeah, I think it's it's like I think it's Australian. Who else would say Jimmy Cricket? It's not British. British would just be like, fuck yeah. this. Um but but if if the audience knows, I tell me who yes. says Jimmy Cricket. <laughs> but yeah, I thought it was funny.
1: Call in. Let us know. No. Nice. So, yeah. so um, um and yeah, I know, two seasons is impressive.
0: Yeah, I think Martha and I have talked about Below Deck, so if Martha you're listening to this, I think you should watch it. I think she would really enjoy it. It's really funny. It's really fun. Yeah. <laughs>
1: um martha is currently watching wandavision and has been uh keeping me updated good with all of the uh, surprises So uh, martha if you're listening we have, i hope you finished before you listen to this yes stuff.
0: yes we have a yeah we martha big shout out <laughs> please finish wandavision yeah. you should watch below deck here two shows a lot of
1: exciting stuff
0: hell yeah yeah but that's all hell i've been watching yeah
1: it's good stuff i mean we just we had a lot of good content you mm-hmm. know there's been some great stuff there's gonna be some amazing stuff coming up i'm really excited to talk about Me you know too. falcon winter soldier um all these cool movies that are going to slowly be released on streaming services mm-hmm. and just stay tuned for some good stuff yeah
0: we'll keep you posted with everything have a good weekend bye bye Ciao. ciao